Hi, and thanks for tuning in to My Adventures at Home Brewing. I'm Dan Matthews, and come along with me as we talk about things for new home brewers, from gadgets to how we got started to, I don't know, all the mistakes we make along the way. So come along for the ride and have a beer or two along the way. looking for that yeast that can help you attain the best beer possible that you're looking for escarpment laboratories escarpment laboratories are located in guelph ontario and make some of the finest yeasts in canada if you want to make the beer that you want and have consistent results all the time you need to check out escarpment laboratories hey guys dan here have you ever had a problem getting your glass or plastic fermenter clean? Well, I've just been introduced to something that's brand new. Uh, it's called Scrubber Duckies. It's a magnetic scrubber meant for glass or plastic fermenters. All you do is you drop this down inside your fermenter, use the handle, and scrub through the crud that's left over from the crucin. I've seen a lot of things, but this is, seems to be one of the neatest and coolest things out there right now. If you're having a problem getting your plastic or glass fermenter clean, this is something to use. Scrubber duckies. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for coming along for the ride uh, and a beer or two along the way. I'm Dan. And uh, yeah, so today is one of those days where uh, I got to say thank you to Brian Huntley. I know we were supposed to try and meet up this week uh, due to complications. It didn't happen, but we will be touching base uh, later in this week uh, and we're going to be talking about um, pressure fermentation so uh, i know part of the podcast and uh, when i do my introduction i say about the mistakes and things that we do along the way so i figured today would be a good day to talk about uh a beer i had to dump uh mainly because uh, my fermenters were leaking and things just went from i thought was okay and i fixed the problem to bad bad and even worse than bad so <laughs> it's it's one of those times where it's, it's okay to laugh at yourself but in the time you just want to cry because all you're seeing is a mistake that shouldn't have happened so let's go back to the beginning so uh it was probably i think about this time last week or a little later in the week uh i i, I attempted to uh, make a uh, Czech Pilsner for uh, a gift for a family member. And Brew Day itself went off without a hitch. Not a problem whatsoever. Everything was working fine. The 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 Vorloff went great. The, the, the sparging went great. Uh, no stuck mash. No stuck sparge. It was fantastic. I was having a great day. Even for having started late in the day, it went off without a hitch. Uh, I had dug out the new Firmzilla that I had gotten, and um, I was all excited to use it. I dug out the, the tilt hydrometer and everything else. Yes, I'm name dropping because these are the things I like to use. And yeah, it, 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 I thought at the time everything was going okay. So I transferred in, put the lid on, snugged everything up, at least what I thought was snug, and took the beer downstairs and put the spending valve on to watch the pressure because I was going to do a pressure fermentation for this lager because uh, of time constraints. And 
left to be. I'm like, okay. Thank goodness I put uh, a little drip pan underneath the uh, collection jar. It's just something I've been doing, I don't know, since I started, just to make sure I didn't make a mess and I didn't have a whole lot to clean up. So I leave. Everything's going okay. I check it. Everything's going well. Um, I get up in the morning. I'm looking. I'm like, there's not a whole lot of pressure. And I start to pressurize it. And I'm like, oh, there's a lot of beer coming out the bottom. So I guess I hadn't sealed or put enough keg lube on the seals when I put everything together. So quickly, I de depressurize the, the fermenter. And I put it into the one I know that doesn't leak. And away we went. And I pressurized it. <sighs> At least I didn't think my original one didn't leak. Because I hadn't had a problem with it before. But now, you know, if whatever can go wrong will go wrong. You know that seeing? Um, yeah. So I, I thought I'd fixed the problem. Went to work. Came home. When I went to work, the beer was a really nice kind of golden yellow. And then I came home, I could smell beer, and it was poo brown inside. And I'm like, oh, no. So I'm assuming a lot of air got in and oxidized the beer and possibly also infected the beer. So I had to go and dump about five gallons worth of beer. So I was not happy, but you live and learn. So in order to make sure when I go and use my fermenters again, I've ripped them all apart. And now I've gone on to the Keglin Facebook group. I've gone to uh, some of the other homebrew shops, not shops, but homebrew um pages on Facebook that I'm a part of asking, Hey, this is what I've experienced. What do you guys have to say? Some guys are actually really helpful. Other guys are just, you know, you should know better. You got to do this. You got to do that and kind of talk down to you. And I'm like, <sighs> I guess that's Facebook. Not a big deal. So what I did was the one and one of the guys that was actually quite helpful is I got keg lube and I went around all the seals that uh, needed or were going to be used to make sure things stay pressurized. I bought Teflon tape and I Teflon taped everything that has to screw on, tighten everything up fill one of the fermenters with, with water and I pressurized it. If I hadn't known that's all it was going to take, I would have done it so much sooner. So I guess what I'm trying to get at is, is that, you know, even though there's times when we know everything is going right, there is still a chance that sometimes things can go wrong. It's more or less how we come about getting through those hard times to make sure that when we're going forward again, that we don't make them again. This is all part of a learning process. And what I've learned from my 
rather short time as my home brewery brewmaster maker of beer type thing is that you can't take yourself too seriously if it's beer it's meant to be fun i mean there are people out there who i know who take this extremely seriously and well, that's fine but I'm more or less in the sense that this is more of something that I'm looking forward to when I get out the outside and doing my thing. I enjoy showing my, my passion for my hobby and for what I create. And I know I'm going to make a mistake here and there. I mean, it's disheartening as it is to dump beer. It, I'd rather dump it and learn from it and then not do that mistake again. So this is about the second time I've had to dump a, a batch of beer. And, you know, it's it's not... It's, it doesn't, didn't hurt as much <laughs> as the first one did. Uh, I had made a Hell's, uh, Hell's Lager and uh, I didn't carbonate it right and it didn't taste right. So the color was fantastic, but, uh, yeah, let's just say it was better off putting it down the drain than trying to say, oh yeah, it's fine. Um, so from that, I learned that, you know, it's, if you're going to carbonate something, you got to make sure you carbonate it right and whatnot. So, um, with this mistake, um, what I'm going to be doing from now on is more, bre more brewery, I can't talk right. More equipment maintenance. And um, yeah, I'm finding that uh, for me personally, this is something that I have to go through. Excuse me, guys. Something for my own process. So some people say their process is what they do step by step for when they're brewing. My process is from the planning all the way to when I'm done cleaning. So now on the back end, when I'm cleaning, uh, I got to make sure that if I can, if I have time is that I take everything apart, check all the seals, put fresh keg lube on, uh, make sure there's no cracks in any of, uh, of any of the O-rings or gaskets and see what happens. Um, a lot of people, I don't think do that and that's fine, but uh, I guess after having one of these fermenters leak for the for the first time, um, I'm going to be making extra sure that they they don't anymore. And I and I mean, I'm not ready to drop the money on a stainless steel fermenter just yet. Uh, I do have plans in my mind for something that I'll talk about maybe later on down the road, or I'll, or I'll mention at the end of this. It's a, a bit of a dream, but we'll see because dreams are good to have. And yeah, I mean, I like to share what I do for my mistakes because um, hopefully other people learn from them. Um, so I guess from my main mistake from when uh, even started before I uh, put the beer into the new fermenter is, is that I didn't check uh, all the O-rings, everything else when I assembled the, the fermenter. 
that's my fault. I should have uh, taken the time to check all the rings, put keg lube on everything. And then um, when it came time to assemble it, taking the time to make sure everything was seated properly and whatnot. I've done that now. Uh, everything's been washed properly. Everything's been sealed up. Everything's been sanitized. So now we're going to see what's going to happen. So I hope um, you've learned something from my mistake. Um, if you're using a fermenter like I use, just make sure all the seals are good to go. But if you're using, say, like a carboy or a, uh, a bucket, uh, make sure your the, the airlock bung sits properly in the opening of the vessel that you're using uh, and make sure there's no cracks or anything else in that airlock and make sure you're using sanitizer inside that airlock. Um, those are the most important things I can say. Uh, if you don't want to use an airlock, uh, that get a, a, a bung or a rubber stopper that sits well inside of the opening of your vessel. And then you get a blow off tube and you make sure it's a very snug fit and if you want to make sure that it, it there's no air coming or out of that thing uh, you can do one of two things you can get uh, uh shugu it's like a silicone and you can silicone that's the around the top of the hose and the bung let it dry and then it's airtight and, and no air can get out around that unless the bung is not the right size for your vessel. Or I'm not sure how well this would work, but I think it might. If you do the same thing for that blow off tube, but instead of silicone, you could use hot glue and just glue around that. And then it's, it's permanent. So either way, well, I think would work. I mean, Shugu, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you it, it works. The hot glue, I'm not sure because it may melt through your uh, vinyl uh, hosing. So that's a bit of a hack. Um, and those are some of the things I need to make. I'd say make sure of uh, that uh, you don't have the same mistakes I did. Uh, it is it is interesting uh, this hobby that we have, and um, yeah. And a hobby turns into a passion and passion turns into ideas. And I guess I can talk about a bit of an idea that I have as well with you guys and let me know what you think. Uh, be it uh, drop me a line on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or through the uh, Anchor app or, the, or the, the link that's attached in the descriptions and leave a voicemail or a message. That'd be great. But until let me know what you think. Um, so my, my passion has now... My hobbies turned into a passion. My passion has taught possibly turned into a business idea. And what I'm looking at doing is possibly opening up my own homebrew store here in the East end of Ottawa. Um, yeah. So what I would like to try and do eventually is, uh, have an, a nice little homebrew store solely for making beer so that people, if they want, they're able to brew, either brew on the premise, come for glasses, and then eventually uh, having a one to maybe three barrel little brew house attached so people could also come in and have a have a beer or two while they're hanging out and learning and so yeah that's that, that's a bit of an idea that i have so let me know what your ideas and what your passions are about this hobby that we have 
And uh, yeah, it's a short one today there, guys. So thanks for coming along for the ride and a beer or two along the way and once more around the sun. And I'll see you guys on the other side.